Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Yes. Engage. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Dork Trek, the twice a week podcast. The fantastic TNG podcast that is sweeping the globe, the world, if you will. Indeed. The universe. Yes. The galaxy. I am Lieutenant Commander Bob France. I'm Lieutenant Commander Dennis Black and Asian. I'm Lieutenant Commander Jenny Zell. I'm Lieutenant Commander Ben McCormick. I'm Lieutenant Commander Tuck Johnson, otherwise known as your biggest mistake. You always got to go last. All right, so this is the season finale mm-hmm. of season one. The episode is called... The Neutral Zone. The Neutral Zone. Dun, dun, dun. And it really goes with anything. You can Any kind of furniture you put in the Neutral Zone, yes. those neutral it colors. Works. Yeah. <laughs> Like Earth Tone. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. Everything's gray in the neutral zone. <laughs> yes. yes. All right, Dennis. So let's get down to the brass tacks of it. What happens in the uh, season finale of the neutral zone? And I'll say right off the bat, I was already, I already had a sour taste in my mouth. Really? Just because I thought the last episode would have made it. Yes, it, it should have been a lot the more season sense finale. To be the season finale. Even right. the uh, the end shot of it, because I mean, we kind of got cut off in our last podcast. Uh, kind of the last scene. Is Data telling Picard that hey, that uh, Remick he sent out a beacon, yeah, basically a homing mm-hmm. signal to the invasion force that hey, come to Earth, they're right for the picking. Right, it's a, it's like and a good ending. Of, you know, they show the Enterprise, and then there's kind of this echoey sound going throughout space. Yeah. So it's kind of whoa. That would have been a cool way yeah. to end this the season, but but there's, no. one, there's one more episode. Yeah, they right. have one more one more in the pike. Because yeah. you you think that uh, that last episode would predicate like an invasion. You know, but it doesn't happen. It just took him a long time to get the signal, that's all. Yeah. So yeah. it's a really long subspace transmission. Well, yeah, it's yeah. taken over 20 years now because <laughs> nothing still, was ever said about they it. They still haven't gotten it. Yeah. Still. All right, so let's start so, the season finale. The actual season finale. The neutral zone. <laughs> Episode 26. A neutral zone infraction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Encroachment. Number I remember 72. this episode watching tons of times. Now, something, yeah. though... I kind of thought about, though, with this being episode 26, mm-hmm. maybe it's just because we're used to shorter seasons now, because most seasons seem to be all about 22 episodes. Yeah. And now you mm-hmm. know, this one, the first season being 26 episodes, it just, as we're watching through the season, it was just like, okay, and yeah, it's, it keeps no, going and one going more. And, going. Okay. Okay. and so another. So you're saying that the 22-episode uh, season might have helped TNG with some of the throwaway episodes? Yes. Eh. Yeah, I could see that. Right. Well, uh, next season, season two is a twenty-two season episode, and that's because and then the they go back strike. to twenty-six. Yeah, that's the writer strike. Season. Yeah, yeah. So. interesting. So, that explains but, it. All right. Well, let's get going. Okay. So in this episode, it begins with Captain Picard isn't on the ship. He's at an emergency conference, probably talking about the conspiracy. Probably talking about how he blew that dude up. Yeah. Twenty million times. <laughs> so there I was and I phasered him, man. Why does your head blew up for like twenty minutes Picard? <laughs> there was a I bug just, on him. I just wanted to make sure he was dead. His rib cage was open, Picard. It was nasty. He I was know. eating worms. <laughs> I hate people eat worms. <laughs> it was totally gross. Worms. Why does it always have to be about worms? Bit. Yuck. Oh Picard. So uh, while they're waiting for him to come back, they're studying a capsule that they found. Yeah, just some space junk. <laughs> yeah, it's just floating out there. It kind of looks like a satellite. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just uh, floating out there. And Worf tells him, hey, it's going to be destroyed. It's floating into the, uh, the Kazes binary system. So once it gets in there, I guess it's pretty turbulent or whatever. So it's going to be destroyed. So uh, that's my favorite part about Star Trek is how they have to give names yeah. and situations to all these things. Right. And I know somewhere, and there's even one probably sitting in my living room that knows all about this stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, Ben? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> now, why is it, Ben? Explain it to us. <laughs> no, with it being a, a a binary system, I guess just Two because stars. of the orbits or whatever, the uh, capsule not being under any kind of propulsion would probably get pulled into one of the stars yeah. and uh, destroyed. Uh, no, but what I'm saying is, I, I just think it's cool that you probably knew the name of the binary system. Maybe. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and there are fans out there that know all of these things. Yeah. And that's scary slash impressive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's, yeah. it's super it's nerdy. Like, do they have a star chart in their bedroom? That, Did you, you ever have a star chart in your bedroom, Ben? 
Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> was that like a, a tear-out poster from Starlog magazine? <laughs> there, there was a, a, a nice map of the Federation that they had uh, put out in the really? official Star Trek magazine. The Alpha Quadrant. Well, no, it, it had all four quadrants oh. and then where the major political powers were. Oh, yeah, were. I've seen that oh, on that's uh, cool. Wikipedia. I would like I to believe. see that. Yeah. It kind of shows where the Federation is and the Romulans and the Klingons. Yeah, it'd be nice to know like how far you know off the Federation is from the Romulans. Yeah, because that's the one thing I think you lose kind of a sense of distance. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, yeah. oh, we're in the Delta Quadrant. Well, how far away is that from Earth? 70,000 light years. Oh, all right, then. <laughs> Just the point is, is it like this I... far or that far? Yeah. You know? But see, the thing, the thing is, like the quadrants are all, it's basically doubly bisect. Right, the you, galaxy. You just, you so one line goes down, one goes that way. So the Alpha right. Quadrant yeah, so it's is next to the Gamma Quadrant and the Beta Quadrant, and is catty corner to the Delta, Delta Quadrant. quadrant yes. But I guess you can't go through the center of the galaxy because the little guy's a guy bunch is of fucking there nerds waiting right. for a ship to hop on, like in Star Trek V. So you have to go around it. That's why it takes so long to get to the Delta Quadrant. Right. Because I mean, there's so it's also like a pizza is what you're saying. Yeah, it's a big pizza. Four slices of four. Pizza. But you can't go. You can't go left. You can only go right. No, no, you can go left or right. You just you can't go through the middle because of the uh, Cause, see, I didn't understand. How so come they never around. explored the uh, Gamma Quadrant? Well, they did on uh, Deep Space Nine. But only that, when they had a wormhole. Right, because it's so far away. Hmm. Earth is on the uh, Is it top border. left or top right or bottom left, bottom right? Gamma Quadrant. I'll tell you this much. Top left. This episode of Door Trek will come with a map. Yes. <laughs> we definitely need visuals with us. I'll, I'll, I'll get just confused. I'm thinking I'll, I'll get you a nice map. All right, get a GPS. But, no, there'll be a hidden track on Earth this one. is on the bo- uh, basically on the border between the Alpha, alpha and the beta. beta. Ah, okay. And so a lot of time, and that's one of the ways they explained away in the old series when Enterprise is the only ship in the quadrant. Because back then they had a different definition. They didn't have it all mapped out nice and pretty back when the right. writers were doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But to explain that away, it was like, well, yeah, because if you do that Earth right on the border type thing, yeah. it would be easy for them to just be the only one that's across like the Like I line. would think that when they, when they drew it, because I assume that the Federation, you know, being based on Earth, would put Earth right at the center of the quadrant that yes. it was in. Yes. But it wasn't. It was, but it didn't. That just seems weird it, to me. It's right on the line. Well, well that's they, cool. They probably didn't draw the map. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, there was probably somebody else drawing the map of the quadrant, so... Did the Vulcans do it? It's, it's kind of I mean, yeah, like when weird. you look at, like, a, a map made in the United States of America of the world. Yeah. It's always in the middle. The United yeah. States is always in the middle, yeah. right? And then you don't get a perspective of everything else, you know, where right. a lot of the maps, it, it kind of seems like the... Well, like, the, the older maps always had, like, the... You know, the, the Greenwich timeline. Right, because England was the center of the world yeah. back right. in the right. you know, 1800s or whatever. But the maps so. that, like, you know, Bob's talking about, you'd have Asia actually cut in half. Exactly. Because you'd have, you know, yeah. up to the, right. Soviet, yeah. you know, the right half of the Soviet Union and the left half of the Soviet mm-hmm. Union. Yeah. So, interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Gamma quadrants. And that had nothing to do with the neutral zone, other than the fact that the Romulans are in the beta quadrant. See, but it's just yeah. so... it's it, Like, they, they'll probably never bring up the name of the Cases binary system again. No, that's, ever. The, but that's the whole thing. Yeah, your point to, is, people they, know, oh, that's right here. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, really? Yeah. Yes. You should get out more. Exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, the binary system is right next to, you should get out more. <laughs> <laughs> get out more system? <laughs> now, now, after all this, where is Alderaan? <laughs> Not in this galaxy. It's such a trick question. It's blown up. Oh, okay. It's in a galaxy far, far away. It blew up a long, long time ago. <laughs> Some kids looking for Alderaan. Yeah. What the fuck is it? Excuse me, Alderaan's not on this map. That's the wrong series. It never will be. <laughs> you. So uh, Riker decides we need to let nature take its course. We're just going to let this thing go into the the Kazes binary which is, system and which get is strange because they're explorers at yeah. the end of the day so you think they'd be like oh, okay look at this space junk it's got a US flag on it because they kind of identified it right yeah. off the bat like oh it's an old satellite they should probably check that thing you out you would think they should be worried because the last time a satellite from Earth went very far out it came back with a vengeance and just started destroying ships and you know <laughs> mm. we should be picking up some of this old 21st century junk that's out there yeah, yeah the farther you go out into space policy yeah blow it up yeah, but I mean, you think as explorers, you think they'd go, oh, we should check this out. Yeah. I mean, that's just what I would do. Right. Yeah. But Data, I mean, they said, okay, Picard's going to be a couple hours until he gets here, so Data asks if he can go over and take a look at it. 
Please, yes. please, can we yes. just look at it? Yeah, you can go. <laughs> so we don't have to hear you talking. Warp, Bring go Warp with him. With and Warp is like, God damn it. Man, I'm going to get killed <laughs> in this episode. We'll say this, though. I like the fact that, that Yara's gone. I tweeted it last night on Dork Trek. You can follow us at Dork Trek on Twitter. I'm yeah. so glad Yara's gone because now Warf gets all this screen time. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. awesome. He does get a lot yeah. of screen time. It's cool. He's going to be on every away mission now. Yeah. I mean, he's a primary security guy. Anything yeah. that happens, they're going to turn to Warf. Yep. Very happy about that. Yep. He's your man, Ben. Worf is awesome. <laughs> and he's a badass. Yep. And he's a total Klingon dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On a Federation vessel. And he's always mad. <laughs> and he has control of all the weapons. Yep. <laughs> he can hey. hit the self-destruct button at any time, Ben. <laughs> if he wants to. <laughs> but he blow the shit up. You know why? Because he's a good member of Starfleet. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as a good Klingon. Accepted, uh. accepted by Starfleet. The only good Klingon as he is dead Klingon. <laughs> Do you think he's perhaps a sleeper agent? Could be. Never <laughs> because know. Every That'd every be a cool alter- episode, every alternative future episode we've seen in TNG, when it shows, oh, this is far in the future. Where's Worf? He's not an admiral. He's not at Starfleet. He's back in the Klingon yeah, Empire he is as back a in governor Kronos. or as an ambassador or some crap like That's that. That's true. Well, he's, I mean, he retires from yeah, exactly. goes back. But everybody, well, yeah, but if he's such a happy... Well, the thing about it is, though, I think, wouldn't he do that to try to bring the two worlds closer together? No, exactly. he's going back to tell them all of our secrets. No. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. In, uh, in All Good Things, that was the thing. Like He uh, he was like a liaison between Earth and... Uh, and, and the Klingon Empire. Yeah, yeah he was liaising. Yeah, he's not being. An he's not a guy. sleeper agent, Ben. And he was mad because you know Deanna Troy and Riker got married in that episode, and yeah, she died. But I mean, I don't think Deanna Troy could withstand the pounding. I think she could take a beating or two. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like <laughs> apparently, she looks she like did she's tough a good, in the bedroom. A good while, though. Yeah, they dated. They dated at the end of season seven, and then you never heard it ever again. Yeah. Like and then next thing it. you know, bam, Riker and Troy's getting married. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell happened? He must have done some terrible things there. Yeah. I can't do with this any longer. Yeah. Yeah. Smile and crummy. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. She's going to be in the, uh, yeah. be in the uh, Captain Pike wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> My pelvis is obliterated. Sleep of a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so you got the, the they go over to the magic uh, um, satellite, yeah, the space capsule. Yeah, and they look mm-hmm. around and uh oh, yeah. yeah. And the, the, this is my fa- I will say this though, this is my favorite sci-fi scenario. Yeah, the bodies in cryogen, the, the Futurama yeah. Yeah, spin it, on it. It is it's because, cool. I mean, they use it for you know, Planet of the Apes was that way. Yeah. I mean, this is probably the most used sci-fi vehicle. Is, yeah. You know, bodies floating around in in stasis. Right. You know, aliens right. is that way too. Yeah. I mean, Encino Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically, that. Brendan. <laughs> a little episode of the original series called Space Seed. Yeah. Where we yeah. meet Khan. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, this is this is a typical kind That's of true. wonderful unfrozen stuff. caveman lawyer. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying just the example of the space so much. That maybe right. I'm just a caveman. Yeah. <laughs> you your flying car scared. <laughs> I'm just a simple caveman lawyer. <laughs> you replicators <laughs> frighten really and scare me. I love for, I'm used to hunting my food. But that's kind of what this episode is. Yeah. It's our frozen caveman lawyer yeah. in the 24th century on the Enterprise. Exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just remembering Phil Hartman. Rest in peace. I, I, that was the biggest tragedy. God Phil bless Hartman. his soul. Yeah. Yeah. Poor man. This is also the uh, the Ted Williams episode. Yeah. 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 You're right about that. Uh, uh, Walt Disney. <laughs> <Where's> <laughs> <Max> <laughs> Disney? Hey, I believe he didn't make it because there was an environmental. There's no Jews out leak. here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Walt. Go back and crunch it. <laughs> <laughs> good, 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 good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they see, you know, they. they Uncover the little glass, and there's yeah. a dead body. Dead right. body. There's a skeleton. There's a skeleton. Yeah, like oh, I guess they didn't make it. Uh, and then, hey, look, the next one out. is empty. Yeah, right. It's weird. What happened to that? Why one? would it I be empty? Know. That's the mystery that yeah. I want to know. That never gets solved. Because you would think like they would launch it, it'd be packed full of people in stasis. It wouldn't be like yeah, I don't know missing one. You know what I mean? Maybe the yeah. bugs from the last episode got him. I'm just saying. Maybe something. Maybe. Hey, but I mean they're already dead, so it's not like he. It could be a space zombie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just saying. Could be. That would be a good you episode, too. Yeah, space, space zombies. zombies. Yeah. So, it, and it then they October. go to the next one, and of course, it's a fairly attractive woman. It's a lady. Yeah. And then they go to the next one, and it's like an old white old man. man. yeah. And then like mm-hmm. a kind of older man. Yeah. They're, right. They're all in, they're, what's going on? They're all frozen. Yeah. Oh. Weird. Yeah. 
So they got three frozen people. <laughs> and uh, Picard returns to the Enterprise, and he wants to get underway immediately. He could care less. Yeah. We got three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so they call back Data, and Data brings back the frozen people. Of course. Because that seems right. like the best thing to do. And because it's, it, yeah. it's something Data would do. Yeah. It, it reminds me of like a, a kid who brings home a pet without their parents knowing. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, what it reminded exactly. me last time. I was watching it last time. I was like, yeah, that's what it is. It's like a stray dog. Can we keep <laughs> it? Can we keep it? Yeah, exactly. These frozen people followed me home. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the girl's really cute and the old guy, you know, he looks like my grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, please, Captain Picard. Come on, Riker. Come on. Please, Mr. Riker, let us keep those frozen people. And we find out later on. I'll walk them later on. They're not even, Picard doesn't even know. They didn't even know that they, right. they were That's there. The that, is, that is the best part. What? frozen people? <laughs> I know we jumped ahead of ourselves, but yes. Yeah, because Picard, as soon as he gets on the ship, he says, hey, we need a staff meeting immediately because he needs to kind of, he just had Let this emergency right, conference. Right, yeah. yeah. He needs to tell him what's what's going on. And uh, Isn't that meeting? Worf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, I'm glad Worf is here. <laughs> so happy that Worf no, is His name Captain. is now in front of the chair. Yeah, dude. Worf is there. Good for him. <laughs> Worf isn't there because Yara's on her period or because she's getting banged by some guy. I mean, Worf is there. Yeah. You know? But before they go in the staff meeting, Picard does tell Jordy, hey, set a course for the neutral zone. Oh, Warp wait. Eight. I'm the sorry. neutral does zone. Does he tell Jordy? He tells Jordy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. One yeah, last time. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah. One last time. That's right. Yeah. Illusion to the future. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it was cool, man. Yep. Worf's in the meeting. That makes me happy. Yep. Picard, Riker, Data, Worf, and Troy. Yeah. Troy. Why Troy? I don't I don't, I don't get know. it. And Stephanie said it because we've talked about it. Why does she always... She sounds deaf. Yeah. Do you know, I, I was like going to tweet that last night. That's what it sounds like. She has like a speech impediment. Like they should have cast Mary Matlin, basically. Yeah, that's <laughs> the one I was going to tweet. I couldn't find the name of that girl. Mary, Mary what? Mary, Mary Matlin. Matlin. Yeah, 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 yeah. She the, sounds the deaf. deaf. Like I don't yeah. get it. Like yeah. why does she sound that way? Maybe her tongue is short. Is it her like character? I, like I, my theory on this is that she's from a planet of people who are telepathic. So they probably never speak out loud. Right. Much. They probably point. communicate with telepathy. It's not as developed. So they're not as used to speaking with their with their mouthpiece. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's why she doesn't know how to form words properly. Well, her and, mother yelled at her at one, uh, you know, when she was first introduced, like, "Why right. are you talking?" Yeah. Right. 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 But her mom talks fine. Her mom talks yeah. incessantly. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> exactly. But, and very well. Yeah. Right. While looking hot for an old woman. But yeah. the thing is, even her telepathic voice sounds exactly yeah. the same. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she got Novakin, but she had dental work. I'm sorry, I just had a cavity filled. It's really difficult for me to talk. Maybe that was the reason that her mom was telling her to stop talking. We've told you about this. The best way to do your Deanna Troy impersonation is stick your tongue out. Yeah. Hold it with your hand and <laughs> try to talk. <laughs> it makes no sense. They're hiding something. I don't that's know like, what it is. That's like, uh, <laughs> it's like that's the easiest way to do it. And I don't but understand what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and her whole job is to communicate. Uh, S O L. Let me look you <laughs> I, I'm the counselor. You can tell me. I don't understand what else. you're saying, counselor. <laughs> Counselor, I'm really depressed. I'm thinking about killing myself. <laughs> I should do it? What? No, you I can't do understand what you're no, saying. Don't do this. It's not good for you. What? I, I really don't know what you're saying, Counselor. Stick my head in a vice? Then my eye pops out. Think of your friends and family. It would miss you terribly. Slip my throat? Okay, fine. I'm not going to do that. That sounds really violent. Fine, I'll kill myself. So many self-inflicted phase rings because a counseling session's gone wrong. Now what? my hand's all wet. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, sanitary. I miss, I, I miss you, Michael Scott. Oh, man. <laughs> Jenny Z with the zinger. And that's, and that's what the office is missing. A good, that's what she said every yeah, now and then. Exactly. But let's, yeah, that we, was. We digress. That was three years ago. We digress. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they're in the observation lounge and Picard explains to them. Now let me ask you, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, did the moving background from the observation deck mess you up too? 
Not really, no. Oh, I couldn't get over it because the, the stars are going by and everything. Space. Yeah, they're in, they're they're in warp. Yeah, and the right. stars are going by, and it was just like giving me a headache because really? it was just so no. poorly done. Really? Yeah, and I was just like, oh, I can't even watch. It. Like it was hard to watch for me with the stars jetting by. Huh? Because at one point, Picard's standing right in front of the window, and it looks like he's standing in front of you know like a, a t- I don't know, like a TV screen, and it right. was just really poorly poorly done. Oh yeah. I don't know. I thought. I did notice something about this. I mean, and I didn't know if it, it was because off. the stars were pulling away. Because, you know, the observation lounge faces directly aft, backwards, mm-hmm. right. toward the end of the aft ship. backwards, you'd say? Aft. <laughs> aft, or as non-naval people would say, the back end no, of the ship. No, it goes aft backwards. I'm cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> So it's aft backwards. Yes, it's aft backwards. <laughs> Where is it? The airlock? <laughs> Move away from the window. <laughs> but anyway. Hold on. Let me take these M&Ms out of my mouth. Okay, is that better? <laughs> All right, fine. I don't know. It's just, I love peanut butter. Cause do, you th- do you think when – because they did it with the original series on Netflix. When the remastered version came out, they played those – Right. So when you watch it on Netflix, it's all the remastered stuff. And I keep thinking, since the Blu-ray edition's coming out soon, are they going to replace the ones we have now with old ones? Because some of the special effects look rather nice. Yeah. Nicer right. than I remember. I don't know. I don't know. I think as long as they keep George Lucas away from it, then they'll <laughs> probably do a good job. Yeah. You know, leaving the stuff that's good, but then put in a, you know, Our new chief engineer, Jar Jar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How did he get here? <laughs> That's what Troy's voice is going to sound like now. <laughs> It'd be better than what it is. Cardinal yeah, German. Said it. They should be hiding something. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jojo. <laughs> obvious. Thanks a lot. <laughs> so, so Picard explains to them the uh, emergency meeting he had was to talk about there's two outposts that have been destroyed. Yeah, that's and, not good. Uh, they they've lost communication with some star bases that border the neutral zone. Uh-huh. So they suspect that the Romulans, after 50 years of no contact. 53 right. years. 53, 53 exactly. 53 years, 7 days, 18 hours. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Data. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, they, you know, the Romulans are just starting shit now. Which is weird because it's, it's been quiet for such the a The Romulan time. battleship, the exactly. three of them never showed up. In the episode uh, Angel One, they talk about the Berlin and its encounter with some Romulan warships. So mm. what's, what's going on here? Well, it could be, I mean, because they haven't seen him in so long, they might have, maybe it was like older pirates or something like that. Yeah, maybe know? not official representatives of the or, Romulan or maybe Empire. maybe it could just be, you know, older Romulan vessels that were kind of purchased by the Ferengi or something like right, that. Right. Well, I mean, it, it, did they actually see warships or the, were there reports were of they warships and the Berlin is out there going, oh, Nah. And since the Romulan warbirds can cloak and go invisible, I mean... Right. I, but see, there in this in this case, there haven't been any sightings either. They just suspect that it might be right. the Romulans, whereas... No, and for, it would be the first thing I that mean, they would have done, but they've already had this other thing where they suspected they did something. But so after it just 53 seems years, maybe the Romulans have become like the Starfleet boogeyman. Yeah, if yeah, anything mysterious happens, yeah. you're just sitting out by the neutral zone... They're invisible anyway, so yeah. you could report anything you They're want. They're like, uh, uh, yeah, that's why the computers broke. Um, it wasn't because we broke them; it was because yeah, the Romulans. Uh, Romulans, like basically, they're Boo Radley. Like anything <laughs> that happens next to the Radley house, they're like, oh, that's Boo Radley. He got him. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, anyways, the Enterprise is sent to investigate. They're only going to send one ship instead of the whole fleet because they don't want to provoke anything. Right. Right. So, um, and I like the fact that you know, right off the bat, our man, our main man. Mr. Worf is in the meeting. What's he saying? We got to blow them up, Jack. Yeah, that's we'll right. See him. We got to blow him up. <laughs> He's ready. He's got an itchy trigger finger. He does, yeah. dude. Yeah. Klingon would which, say it. Which you need, though. I mean, you need that. You need that guy that's saying, like, let's do it. Yeah. There ain't nothing to it. If we see him, let's blow him up. That's right. And everybody's like, you know, Worf, calm down. But then Reich is even like, yeah, we got to blow him up, yeah. Jack. <laughs> Yeah. There will be no blowing up except for this ship. <laughs> that is all. If anything is going to destruct, it will be this vessel done by me. <laughs> in an act of cowardice, number one. I will either <laughs> auto-destruct or crash it into another <laughs> vessel or planet. Mainly a vessel that is a Starfleet vessel, number one. <laughs> <laughs> and I will be myself out into space. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We will be fine, number one. <laughs> <laughs> Get down here. That's a good plan. I can't understand what you're saying. It's better that way. Counselor, that's right. 
So the, uh, the role for the Enterprise here is basically try to establish some kind of contact. And if that fails, show that the Federation's not going to back down to you up. punks. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so who's those boss, muscles? baby? Picard says we want to outthink, not outfight the Romulans. Of course, Picard's never outfighting but, anybody. But, no. but we could if we wanted to, because, you know, we're a flagship. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, he's why. not thinking that. He's, no. he's thinking. He's already thinking, what's the best way to get away? <laughs> <laughs> Turn the ship around. Yes. <laughs> Maybe I'll go down this road and make a left. I'll get there farther. Yeah. Like he's already pre-input his auto-destruct sequence. <laughs> he's just waiting for somebody to concur. To call, I mean, I know we break his balls all the time. We call Picard a coward and stuff. But isn't he more of a diplomat? Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it seems like being the captain of the flagship, is he's not suited for. One of the things that we used to do, I mean, back in the day when this was on, you had the old Kirk versus Picard debates. Yes. And you still have them now. And you still extent. have it now to some extent, but it's not as, as heated, maybe. But one of my things has always been if there was a, a new alien race coming toward Earth and you wanted to negotiate with them, by all means, you'd send Picard. His negotiation skills are great. Yeah, he, he's the man. If it was right. some big, scary thing coming toward Earth that was going to blow it up, you send Kirk. Right. Because. He's going to blow it up before He's it blows a up. But now where is the uh, – see, because I feel like you don't have that voice in the first – I mean, I guess you have it a little bit with Yar, but she's kind of so far down on the pole, and then I guess right. you know, Worf is as well. I mean, even number one to some extent is like, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I'm not trying to fight. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, because it was the kinder, gentler Star Trek. I don't, but don't you and need somebody on the bridge that's, you know, that's why I like... That's not gung-ho? Yeah, that, that's why I like later on in the episode, because Worf and Number One are both like, let's yeah. blow these motherfuckers mm-hmm. up. You, you yeah. do need that balance. Yeah, and I, right. sometimes I feel like the show is lacking, because, like, Worf will say something kind of, you know, I guess militant later on, and then he's always, like, kind of, okay, okay, right. Worf, just kind of, right. it's just your Klingon talking, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> just oh, a Klingon. So they can, they can he kind of placates Worf. He's like, okay, make sure the torpedoes are ready, but don't shoot into Right, the see, that's, I think that's right. the way Picard is. He's a diplomat, but if push comes to shove, he'll kill you. He will slit your throat. See, I but I think, I think he's very, he takes things very personally. Because, like, with the Borg, he has no hesitation about destroying Borgs after they've assimilated him. Oh, yeah. And he's been released. Now he doesn't care about the Borg because he just wants to blow them out of the sky no matter what. Yeah. But any other alien race that they encounter, he's always wants to try diplomacy right. until it completely fails. Well, cause, and right. then as a last resort, he'll try uh, some kind of – Right. Because the Borg has, you know, only has one purpose. It's to conquer you. So it's right. not like there's some kind of political ramifications, you know, yeah. bombing so this place or, or what, whatever. But he's just not a, a wartime consigliere is what you're saying. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Also, he yeah, that's what you want Kirk for. Right. You're fired, Tom, uh, Tom Hagen. Hayden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good movie, too. Yeah. Is it? I've yeah. never seen it. No, it's all right. <laughs> it's not that bad. So, uh, the, and this is probably the best part of the whole episode, because then after all the Romulan talk, she tells him, uh, Beverly tells him, yeah, we got these people down here. What the? Yeah, he's like, what people? What people? You know, the people that were frozen on the <laughs> on the capsule? He's like, what capsule? <laughs> what the hell is The one that Data doing? brought over and beamed them? Who's Data? He's <laughs> like, what? Well, I, I, what? Would, I, would, I would think that Picard would be pissed at Riker right now. Yeah, oh yeah. Because Riker greenlighted all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do what and you got to like, do, Data. I, I realize you made a log entry, but don't you think you should tell me what happens on my ship? <laughs> yeah. You got to check in. You got to check it in. Because you don't know what's inside a capsule. Like, yeah, they're, they're yeah. frozen bodies, but you don't know there's pathogens in there. The first, that's the well, first that's, thing Stephanie mm-hmm. said was like, don't space flu or Again, something. Biofilters. Right. Yeah, you gotta understand, old old ass flu is is extinct. Yeah, but you know, you, in the future, do you think? Yeah, but do you, like, I, like I think biofilters would catch it. Though you think a biofilter could catch something like that? Like, yeah, it's yeah. prepared to mm-hmm. catch any kind of right. most most. Anything that we've had on Earth previously uh-huh. would be covered. Then how do you know it couldn't be something that they don't know, that things has been drifting out in space for They don't, they they don't scan, know. They don't just I – mean, when you beam through, because they had to beam them over, uh-huh. you know, because it was get back to the ship now. So obviously they beamed. Right. With them beaming, it would have had – I mean, to go through the transporters. The transporters had the biofilters. The biofilters do just a, a scan. So let's say something doesn't level. get – let's say, let's say I go through the biofilter and then right. I got something that's not going to let me pass. Like right. what, what do they do with me? You either get held in the buffer or sent back. So it's kind of like the oh. – it's like the border. 
I mean, like purgatory. The, well, yeah, with the, like again in Godfather Two, when when Vito comes <laughs> over, he's got what does he have? Like whooping cough or some shit? Yeah, right. And they stick him in the in the hospital until he gets better. Yeah, right. and he's got tuberculosis. Yeah, or something. say yeah. yeah. Okay, it makes sense. Okay, all right. Both quarantine. Are they quarantine? Right. Yeah. Yes. Or you're just stuck out there. In or, or they could beam you to sick bay in a quarantine field. Okay. I'd rather do that than being stuck in a or buffer. They, they beam you to the uh, the engine and you just burn up. <laughs> Inside the warp core. <laughs> what? He never beamed over. I don't know what you're talking uh, about. <laughs> sir, sir, there were six of us when we no, left. No, no, your, all... your math was mistaken. It sir, was... the Andorian ambassador is missing. <laughs> well, I don't know. He never <laughs> came here. Oh, he was... He was coughing before we left. But <laughs> yeah. We said we were ready to beam him over, but I don't know what happened. I don't even know what you're talking about. But we, we, we have no time for this now. Let's, let's, let's go. Transport let's to Chief Bozo? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I do like the, the fact of, uh, again, they got oh, they always got to preach at you. Like, uh, the yeah. cry, they were frozen. Cryogenics was a fad in the in the yeah, 20s. Right, right. Did cryogenics really deserve its own Star Trek episode? Though? I mean, was it that hot? <laughs> it was kind of cool well, back then. In, yeah. in the late 80s, that was... Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's probably the wave of the future. Weird. Yeah. I remember kinda those like days. Microwaves, I guess. But I mean, think yeah. of all the things that Star Trek conquers in its right. many kind of... Like the next episode we're going to do for season one. I mean, for season two, episode one. It's like they're having an abortion debate, which yeah. makes sense. Yeah, in right. 1989. Yeah, but now they're, ha- they're, ha- they're having a, a cryogenic, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's just weird. Like, I, I like it. Cryogenics is interesting because it puts a big dilemma on the people in the future as to whether they're going to unfreeze yeah, you like, or not. What do you do with these people? You know, exactly. See, I, I'm still... Like, there's no social contract for the people in the future to unfreeze you and if there and was, your, And if there was, wouldn't Starfleet's policy be like, nah, 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 after the whole uh, con thing? Exactly. That's my yeah. point exactly. When they Beverly said she, un- when she thawed them out, my first thing as a captain would be, I'm sorry, did you miss that chapter on Did you see con? Star Trek 2? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have records on you know the Naked Now virus, but they don't have any idea about con. Well, as much trouble as Khan caused in, in well, Starfleet. Well, they mentioned Khan a few times. Yeah. So but, I mean, they would, you would think that would Apparently they skipped that chapter at Starfleet Medical. Yeah. <laughs> think of all the stuff that, you know, when, when uh, Counselor Lazymouth comes in and talks to the woman that's real sad <laughs> about all of her family being dead. They right. have records, you know, grandchildren's 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 Genealogy grandchildren's and all grandchildren. that. Yeah. But they, yeah. Nobody's going to go like, yeah, what about Khan? <laughs> Ancestry.com has really grown in the future. <laughs> if you get the full membership, you can get the 300-year package. <laughs> Yeah, so Crusher briefs him on the uh, the they, frozen people. Yeah, they tell him like what this one had a bad heart, totally healthy, had a bad heart, and this guy's just bad totally, liver. totally screwed. Yeah, right. severe yeah. emphysema, yeah. and all, all his systems shut down because of chemical abuse. <laughs> yeah. He must have hated life. You uh, can tell that's a good time that guy. He would preserve himself. But my thing is, you know, they're waking them up as they're telling this, and as they're each, you know, kind of coming to consciousness, and they're talking about that. Oh, he must have hated life. Or, or yeah. Thing. I'm thinking, you know, Sonny's just laying there on the bed going, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm right here. I, I can yeah. hear you. <laughs> but what's pretty cool is uh, before they actually wake them up, mm-hmm. Picard calls in Data, and he's going to bitch out Data. Like, <laughs> right. Data, <laughs> listen, you can't just bring frozen people onto the Enterprise. Again, the pet thing. <laughs> the pets. Yeah. I'm sorry. You dope. <laughs> <rock. You're dope. laughs> I know now you're that they're here, we have to treat them as humans. Yeah. We would have just let them crash into the star. They were dead to begin with. That insulted the crap out of me when I saw this episode. Well, now that they're here, I guess we have to treat them like normal living human beings. Yeah. Uh, because they are? <laughs> they yeah, are. exactly. But they were already dead, Data. Why did you beam them over? Well, I didn't know what to do. It, it makes, if they're already dead, just let them be dead. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Right. But now that they're back, we have to yeah. treat them like they're alive. Yeah. Yes, because they're <laughs> back they are and alive. alive. Yeah. I don't know. It, just, it was just a weird thing to me. You know? Yeah. Well, they're they're dead. All right, what's the problem? <laughs> Put them in the eyeglass case exactly. like Spock and shoot them out. I mean, whatever, right, dude. Let's get, get the let's back get to it. <laughs> yeah. So they wake them up. The first one they wake up is Claire Raymond. Yes. She's a homemaker. Yes. Mm. Must have been in some kind of construction. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. But she died of an embolism. So they suspect she died rather suddenly. Yes. Right. She probably didn't even know she was being frozen. Yeah. Is their suspicion? So uh, she wakes up. Uh, the first time they wake her up, she looks around. She's like, oh, I'm in the future. Oh, she sees who the hell is yeah. that? Yeah. And passes right. out. Yeah. Because chicks faint easy. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right. And they even had the do 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 
music something wacky's gonna <laughs> happen she's scared of you she's scared of your giant butt looking head so uh the next person they wake up is Ralph Offenhouse. Yes, Ralph. He's Offen. a financier. Of course. Of course. Yes. yes. You know. Old rich white guy. Yeah. Imagine you know he's that. got money. <laughs> yeah, so he uh he died of a heart attack or something. And the third and final guy is LQ Sonny Clemens. Yeah, he's the best. He's a musician. Yeah, who had massive chemical abuse. <laughs> I love LQ. As most musicians, LQ. Yeah. What is? Yeah. But what, what? What? What is his name? If it's LQ, <laughs> like what are the initials? Lee there? Quinn. Lawrence. Lawrence Quilario. <laughs> okay, well. He's half black. <laughs> we find out later this guy is Southern, and growing up in the South, but I, what Q? Quincy. I've known several people who had initials for names, uh-huh. and that's all they had. <laughs> no, but I'm, because, no, I'm saying because they're. I can't spell. <laughs> oh, your name's Jr. Are you? Uh, is your you named after your dad? No. Oh, so it stands for uh, John Riley or something? No, I'm just Jr. <laughs> yes, and uh, the, just? The, the, initially it would be named after someone previous. So maybe. It was John Ross yeah. that they were named after, but I didn't know John Ross's real name. I just knew him as Jr. So yeah. I'm gonna name my son Jr. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, but Jr. makes sense. LQ. I mean, you couldn't. I've known EC. I mean, if, I've if you known... threw all the letters up in the air and just let them hit the ground on the birth certificate, you might get LQ together. You know? <laughs> maybe... uh, I like that one and that one. <laughs> maybe they were going for Scrabble points. Maybe yeah. LQ. Triple word score. LQ. Yeah, but LQ. He seems like an all right guy. Yeah. And then you finally meet. He's a good time. They're, they're sitting in the room and you yeah. know. Sally Homemaker sad because she's the only one that kind of has the grasp of everyone I know ever is dead. Right, <laughs> And right. here I am in space because my husband's an a-hole. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. She's the only one who, it wasn't her choice to yeah. be frozen. Right, right. Yeah. Then Offenhouse. Offenhouse is like, like yeah. ha, my plan worked perfectly. Off, uh, we, we referenced it earlier in the episode with Futurama, but this guy is like the 80s sleazebag guy in the Futurama <laughs> yeah, episode. The Wall was, Street guy. Yeah, the Wall yeah. Street guy. He's right. like, I need, to, I need a phone. I have to call Geneva. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have to check my accounts. To check my accounts. Uh, the interest I need alone. to speak to my lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Your lawyer is dead. <laughs> Again, this yeah. could be maybe, it's still preachy, but a little subtle preachy. Looking back, that the '80s were, you know, greed was good. Oh yeah, totally. And so right. this is their oh, capitalism. See, we've grown past yeah. that. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. Picard actually gives them the speech later on. And so. you know, that's the one thing that's always kind of puzzled me about Star Trek because you think about the original series came out in the '60s, right? Yes. And their utopia that they lived in was really like a socialist, you know, kind right. of. Right, that's what it was. Uh, you know, la, state la, la, that they la, lived not in. Listening, not in the not '80s, not is, it's the same way and. Who was our primary enemy as the United States back then was socialist, you know, the Soviet Russia. Soviet Russia. So it just seems weird that Star Trek kind of idealized the, you know, what the Soviet Empire kind of stood for. But we only a lot better than Soviet Empire. It was more like Canadian socialism, not Soviet socialism. They didn't need the whole thing. I mean, any kind of it's always easy to talk about a utopia and how much it rules. Yeah. How awesome it is. Yeah. But they still have problems. It's yeah. a utopia, but they still have yeah. problems. Totally. Yeah. But it was just, you know, I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. And the country dude's like, all right, man, where do I go to get me a stiff drink? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. the best martini I've ever had. You've been here for 20 minutes. <laughs> you don't want to know where you are or what's going on. Yeah. But yeah. at least Oppenheimer is all mad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Oppenheimer oh, I need a phone. I'm like, what's, what's a phone? <laughs> yeah. But uh, Picard wants nothing to do with yeah, the people. Yeah, that's the best part. Keep these people away from me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, like straight They're off. like children. <laughs> I hate them. I have no time for uh, unfrozen people. Yeah. <laughs> Falling out. So uh, they have another meeting, and one of the tasks that Picard gave Troy was to find out stuff about the Romulans. Yes. Right. There's not a whole lot of information on them, but they need some kind of profile yes. on how to interact with them to avoid a, a military conflict. And as right. you can see... She spends a lot of time on this Romulan thing. <laughs> yeah, she did. Because she goes down, <laughs> she goes down to the frozen people. She spends the rest of the episode showing yeah, exactly. this lady how to use the computer. That's how useful her information was. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, you well, couldn't no. do this simple task, so why don't you just go hang She should have looked at him and said, well, can't you Google it? Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah Google is stupid. a Wikipedia stupid. article on uh, yeah. No, but I'm Romulans. just saying, I mean, she does have this giant task. They haven't run into Romulans in 52 years, and she spends all of her time with some unfrozen 300-year-old woman. Yeah. Trying to find her great, yeah. great, 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 great grandkid. <laughs> it's like, come on, baby. 
but I guess the uh, the pleasure cruise. <laughs> yeah, but I guess the information that she provides is kind of setting the the new canon definition of Romulans. Yeah, you know where their origins are and everything. They're basically they're related to Vulcans, but they kind of branched off somewhere along their evolution. Right. right. Uh, they believe they're superior to everybody else, but they still have the same haircuts. Yes. And point yeah, which ears. has got to be cool to be a, a, a Vulcan or a Romulan. You don't have to ever worry about what your hair is going to look yeah. like. You know what I mean? They just plop the uh, weird shaped bowl. All right, you're on hey, your way. But leave the sideburns. Yeah. <laughs> leave the sideburns in the bowl. <laughs> so they, they all have haircuts like eight-year-olds. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, then, then the black Vulcan showed up. Actually, Vulcan, you know what their haircuts look different. like? It's like the little Lego people. Yeah, it's like yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> haircut, please. All right, you're on your way. Well, Pass maybe that's why they over. think that, that Klingons and humans, which they're half right, are a waste of space because... <laughs> they have nice hair? Well, no, because, yeah, we all have stylish hair, and then they're <laughs> yeah. jealous, so that, that's where it all comes down to. Yeah. So, uh, But they're, the Romulans are fascinated with humans, which is kind of why they've never just come out and tried to obliterate the Federation because they're just fascinated with the way that humans... Which is act. weird because that's your enemy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that in that previous generation for a good 40 years or so, they had Kirk standing on the you know border saying, come at me, bro. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Back up. Yeah. And essentially, the Romulans, they're not going to act first. They wait for their opponents to make the first a move. A counter-puncher. Yes. Mm. They are. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember saying it like that. Like, oh, I count. I learned of. this word on one of those calendars that I have. That's the word of the day. It was my dictionary.com word of the day. <laughs> it's counterpuncher. I say that properly. Sh- I'm not even sure what it means. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds cool. A counterpuncher. <laughs> <laughs> a counterpuncher? I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> I, I have no clue what you're doing with your mouth over there. Troy's <laughs> <laughs> a waste of space. So yeah, so uh, so Data helps Sonny make a martini in the replicator. Yeah, he's very happy about with two yeah. olives. He wants to he wants to catch a Braves game. <laughs> oh, cool, yeah. the boob tube. I, I so thought I, that I'm was... sure they're still finding ways to lose. So obviously this is before. It was, this is it right was funny. When, like Tom Glavin and John Smoltz were first right coming before, up. Yeah, so he when died. they were still losing so like 16 games a year like, each. You know, 88. Yeah, right. Somewhere around there. Well, yeah. no, when they released the show, the episode. But that's the thing. They, didn't they say they were uh, – because Offenhouse asked for the date, and he said by your calendar it would be you know 2,364. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time in Star Trek that we have a fixed – actual date. Right. Yeah. Right. We're in 2364. Wait, in all of Star Trek, this is the first time? That they've actually given just a straight-up date. Oh, okay. That's, that's kind of cool. Well, I mean, in, the, uh, in Star Trek two, the beginning of it had the little opening – Blurb on the screen said in the 23rd century. Right. So we kind of got right, a date we knew with that. And in Star Trek Four, they had gone oh. back to 1986. Okay. Right. But we didn't year. know where they came from, you right. know, that type of thing. Right. This was the first time in all of Trek that they said the date on your calendar would be 2364. That's cool. That's pretty And neat. you've been frozen for 370 years. So the nerds went crazy when they heard that. They're like, oh, now we can backdate everything and figure out exactly when Kirk was born. <laughs> and we're sitting there going, to see if they were frozen for 370 years. Um, and this is 2364, then that they were frozen in 1994 after the Braves started winning. Yeah. This is crap. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's pretty much what I did last night. Yeah. But he may have been in a drunken haze and just not realized yeah, just that the Braves were right. Yeah. He might not even be a real baseball fan, but just because you mentioned the Braves doesn't mean you keep up with it all the time. Like, yeah. How are the right. Braves? Oh, they're great. Oh, I didn't know it, dude, yeah. man. I've been living under a van for seven months. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drunk off my ass writing these countries. I love that dude, Sonny. Writing these country songs, man, about my <laughs> truck and dog. <laughs> you know, the guy See, plays... Sonny has a cool attitude, though, because he's like, hey, what does he say? Hey, it's the same dance, just a different tune. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I paid some yoko a million bucks, so I don't have to give it to my ex-wife. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. I like Sonny. Yeah, Sonny's man. a likable one so far. I just get a little tired of, of the stereotype of Southerners well, that television all seems right, to take. All right, all right, all right. The, the one thing kind of going along with that that I, I didn't appreciate was every time he said something that was kind of folksy yeah. and Southern, they played the little banjo riff behind him. <laughs> like, yeah. Is this a Dukes of Hazard episode? <laughs> and how them Star Trek boys going to get at this yeah. one? <laughs> Boy, that Sonny sure can drink. That LQ Hope Data sure can keep up with him. He does like his moonshine. <laughs> yeah, you got, you've got one of the shuttlecraft jumping out of the uh, yeah. launch bay it freeze, fra- it freeze frames yeah. and yeah. Waylon Jennings yeah. coming on going looks like them Riker boys is going to have yeah. some trouble 
But I understand what you're saying as a southerner. You're saying like if they would stereotype, a, they wouldn't show a black guy holding a basketball frozen and stay in his spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm with, his arm around, with his arm around a white woman. You know? I, <laughs> I still don't know what a very large white woman. pit woofie is. Yeah, but I mean, they're just making stuff like, up. What the hell is that? I mean, it's I'm just to throw to you off slang, and it's like at least use real. Hey man, we can get slang. ourselves a low mile pit woolly over here, man. It's like maybe it's a late model Dodge. Maybe they want to have sex with chicks. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they want to. The way it sounds like a good. He's a musician. We don't know. Yeah. Where's that Wesley Crusher? That's what I call a low mileage pit wood. That boy's got some pretty hair. <laughs> Boy. But I like it. And then, you know, Offenhouse, which is close to Oppenheimer, which is. Right. You know what it is. Mm. So he's all, he's all douchey and just an a hole. Yeah. He's like, hey, I demand to talk to the captain. What kind of what kind of cruise ship are you running here? It's cool because he thinks it's a cruise ship. <laughs> yeah, he's on the love boat. Well, no, he, he's treating it like a cruise ship, but later when he interacts with Picard, he's, like, you know, he's completely slamming the military. Yeah. Look, I you know I know the military isn't really known. Don't for, pay as much. Blah yeah. blah blah. But, you know. This ship's Which is strange worse. because I guess in the beginning of the military history, you're talk- we were talking about this the other day where your captains and your admirals and stuff were just landowner dukes and earls yeah, and stuff. Rich, like, yeah, rich dukes. Yeah. You know, and like if you look at like the history of the United States as a whole, I mean, a lot of presidents went to, you know, uh, what is it? Where's the army? What's the army? West, 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 Point. West Point. They went to West Point and they went to Annapolis and shit like that. So right. it's just kind of weird. But whatever. And I'm sure eventually somebody who came through Colorado Springs will go to the White House. Yes. Maybe right. one day. <laughs> I doubt it be in my lifetime. <laughs> Gentle slam. Yep. So uh, we're all over the place with conti- with with the, the actual breakdown. Yeah. Of the show. I guess the next it's next logical episode. place to join jump in would be the uh, next staff meeting that they have. Yeah. They can't contact any of the Federation outposts. I think at this point they're about six hours out. They've right, the neutral right. zone. They've been just scooped up. Nobody's answering. Well, up. they haven't gotten there yet. They haven't figured that part yeah, out yet. Right, they just right. have been trying to constantly call them. And see, is anybody, maybe they just, they're all sleeping, you know? <laughs> they turn Hello? the ringer off on they their phone. They have their phone on vibrates, perhaps. <laughs> oh, geez, I got like six missed calls from Enterprise. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, hold on, let me call, the, oh, man. It's probably Riker. <laughs> Even better, it's like, oh, geez, it's that Klingon calling again. Just ignore. <laughs> Keeps going and to voice nor. <laughs> they assume that uh, the Romulans must have destroyed them. Right. That's what Romulans do. Makes sense. Well, yeah. They haven't done it for fifty-three years. Well, but you got it. That's probably the, what happened. The first, the last time that we encountered the Romulans after a long span of time was on the original series. We had the Romulan War, and then nothing for a hundred years, and then Kirk comes along, and their outposts getting destroyed, uh-huh. and we don't know why. Yeah. Well, it fits their pattern. Yeah. And now here we are again after a long absence, and uh-huh. outposts are getting destroyed. So obviously they're they're, they're doing some us. bad stuff, man. The you odds know. are it's them. Yep. So maybe the Klingons are right. Yeah. Pull them up. Maybe. I like it, man. Again, somebody's got to be saying it. Yeah. It's part of the fun of Star Trek. Is yeah. Ships blown up. Things blown up. You know, Picard yeah. just wants to have tea and crumpets with him, but, you know. Yeah, and talk it out. Worf is ready. Yeah. He's, He's a warrior, baby. I believe he pounded himself on the chest. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> what are you doing, it's Worf? It's time for battle. <laughs> Worf, it's... Supper time, man. <laughs> no, I will battle this food. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, while they're having the discussion, though, Ralph interrupts, says, Picard, bring your ass down here. <laughs> yeah, I love Picard's expression of, what, what? Who's like, that? Who is, who is this? <laughs> who the fuck is this? Stay off the comp panels. And the, the cool part about that scene, though, is he is literally down there before Ralph is done bitching. Yeah, he is. Like it's like they must have been right around the corner. Or in the next room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and besides, he's like, oh, hey, buddy. <laughs> he's like, I'm and Captain And he kind of backed off. Yeah. I'm Captain Picard. Oh, very nice to meet you. Oh, and hello. you need to shut the hell up. <laughs> That's basically what he tells me. He's yeah. like, all right, we unfroze you out of the kindness of our heart. I didn't even know. If I had known, you'd still be frozen. Flying into a, a binary system. Yeah, Picard's cool about it, though, because he's so icy. Because yeah. that's his nature. Like, he's just an icy military right. dude. Yeah. yeah. He's just first, like, first he bitches out Ralph, and then, what's her name? Uh, Claire starts crying. He's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> it's like, it's and he kind of gives, what's like, the a frozen arm. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Awkward tap. Yeah, he's just, okay, I'm leaving. And, <laughs> and then he just yeah. calls Troy down. He's like, oh, I'll let a woman I'm sad. Take care of it. I'm just thinking about my boys. I'm Troy, so take care of these like, things. Oh, Troy, <laughs> come here. I have a new task for you. I have real work to do. <laughs> there's, there's someone crying. I can't handle it. Yes. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm sure you've sensed this already. She's sad. Because even I'm picking up the uh, 
great emotion bullcrap here. So yeah. that, that's your gig. Why yeah. are your eyes leaking? <laughs> <laughs> Get the chief engineer Argyle up here immediately to fix her eye sockets. <laughs> no, Picard, she's crying. I don't know what any of this is. What is this crying you speak of? <laughs> You're leaking lubrication. <laughs> so, uh, so Picard leaves because he's got to go do his duties again. But um, yeah, Sonny, yeah, yeah, I'm not crying. Before, I'm not watching you cry. Sonny, before he leaves, he's like, "Hey, uh, Captain." I'd like to see that pretty little doctor of yours. Yeah. You know, when, when she gets a chance. Mm. It's like, okay, that's weird. Because she's already cured everything yeah. on these guys. So what could he possibly want? <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, Picard, you know, Troy comes down and he, he tells her, get them under control. And she talks with Claire and she hates that her husband froze her because he, it was selfish on his part because he just didn't want her to let her go. Yeah. He was just kind of keeping her frozen with the hopes that one day they would cure it and bring her right, back. Right, right, right. Keeping her frozen in the basement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she should be honored. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It probably you. cost him a lot of money to freeze her and, and keep her in stasis all this time. it actually worked. Yeah. She lived. Yeah. But that's the burden of living yeah. without your family yeah. in the future. So they arrive in the neutral zone. And this is about 32 minutes into the episode. Yeah. Called the neutral zone. They finally <laughs> Finally. Well, There's about 10 minutes left. Oh, we're at the neutral zone. Well, we have, they have to talk about all the old stuff. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Which, yeah. again, it's, I hate when they do that. Like, they, they have a very important storyline that's overshadowed by something trivial and stupid, like people being unfrozen from 1989. Mm-hmm. Right. Wanting, yeah. wanting to throw a party. Yeah, we have to spend the whole episode talking about how this guy's going to get a guitar from the replicator. Right. <laughs> well, they, they used, yeah. They used the uh, well. The term we used to talk, call them was the cabbage head. Somebody has to be the cabbage head in the episode. Neutral zone. What's that? Right. Oh, to explain. They, to explain. Because yeah. everybody yeah. on the ship knows what the neutral zone is, so you need somebody else. So the viewer can. Yeah. So they can explain it to us at home. Right. Or the new viewers, because us at home were generally already knowing this. So that was Sunny in this episode. Yeah. yeah. And that's fine. He wasn't trying like to Sonny. score drugs from the doctor. He was, <laughs> yeah, was yeah. pretty. Yeah. He was copping up feels. <laughs> hey, hey, come on, man. Let me, get some, let me get some. Yeah, I got the itis, man. I need a little <laughs> something for it. Thank you, pretty little doctor like you, Hong Kong. <laughs> She's like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, he did slap her ass, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> because in, in the 90s, that was totally acceptable. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's a big country music star. I mean, yeah. he could get away with that yeah. stuff. Yeah. And he was from the South, so he was a little bit behind everybody else. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> right. I can agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> you notice how him and Jordy never uh, interacted during yeah. this whole yeah. episode. Oh, oh. Yeah. Like, hey. What the hell is going on? Why is a black fella who's blind running the ship? Man, you got some crazy sunglasses on, boy. I'm glad you're here, man. Can you take my drink order, please? (laughs) Park my car in your red jacket. (laughs) Yeah, so then they finally get... Yeah, they finally get there, and the uh, outposts are gone. It's like they've been scooped up. They've been scooped up. Yeah. Blown up. No no debris or anything there. They're just gone. Disappeared. They're gone. They're gone. They're Mysterious. Yes. So they go to the next outpost, Terra 9. That gone. one's also gone. Gone. And uh, at this point, Riker and Worf are like, hey, let's go to Red Alert, full battle stations, you know, right. the whole deal. We need to be ready because obviously they're not playing around. Mm-hmm. And uh, Picard, no, no, no. Yeah, it's okay. Like, oh, no. no, that's okay. I don't want to provoke anything. Can we at least go to Yellow Alert? <laughs> it's like, yes, that would be prudent. Yellow Alert. Okay, now when they go to Yellow Alert, though. It cuts to a, a scene in the in the corridors as Offenhouse is trying to find his way to the bridge, right, yeah. and you hear because the computer he, go, "The realized, ship is on yellow yeah. alert." Everybody's just walking around calmly. Oh yeah, yeah. yellow alert. It's probably not oh, that big of a deal. Again, oh. Yeah, like caution. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. All. I mean, they probably go to yellow Hold alert on, a it's, lot. It's yellow alert, yeah. so let's give it about five ten minutes, and he's going to start the like, self destruct. Card can't find his reading glasses, so they go to yellow alert. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that, their threshold of what yellow alert means. Yeah, yellow alert. Like the the threat level. Yeah, you know. Oh, we're orange today. Oh, okay. I don't even know what that means. Exactly. So, Let me know when we're separating the ship. <laughs> yeah, so that, that would be red alert. Their, their family's on board, so of course we send this ship. And then you go to Yellow Alert, and the kids are like, does Yellow Alert mean we get out of school today? <laughs> yeah. And then Oppenheimer's walking around. Yeah, he's he, all angry. He finds a turbo lift. Of course he does. Yeah. And then he where is the captain? Yeah. Uh, the captain is on the bridge. Take me there. Yeah. It's like, it shouldn't be that easy. It shouldn't. It really shouldn't. <laughs> well, as Picard explained when he asked about, you know, well, if nobody's supposed to use the comms panel, why doesn't there have an executive key? Well, yeah. because we've learned self-restraint. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's why just nobody just walked willy-nilly onto the bridge. Makes right. self-restraint. Makes, makes sense, yeah. I guess. And it's a military vessel, so, I mean, if you're right. not supposed to be on the bridge, you're not going to go there. I mean, it was mm-hmm. like when yeah. I was in the Navy. You could put, you know, 
hallway secured and tape, you know, write it on a piece of paper and tape it on the door. And that's all you did. Walk. Yeah. You know, you don't have right. to put a lock on it. It's like, oh, sh- it's secured. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, Worf detects a disturbance. Another disturbance in the force. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they can't identify what it is. Uh, they want to raise shields. Picard's like, no, 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 no. No provoking. No provoking. It might be a cloaked Romulan vessel. If we go up with shields, then they're going to respond with shields. And next thing you know, it's going to be an all-out war. Next but we only know. have one chance to shoot them is when they uncloak. And yeah. then their shields are up. Yeah. And they, uh, they lose the signal. But then all of a sudden, the Romulans uncloak. And we finally get to see a Romulan vessel. Bad- Which is yes. pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. Pretty badass. Right. Badass. It's green. And it's, it's, I like the green lights, the mood lighting on it. Yeah. Now, something was, it, it's um, Because of perspective and everything. It, in the way gigantic. It, was, it is gigantic. Really? That the uh, Romulan warbirds, the Enterprise could... Basically, fly through that gap. Ah, so it's actually smaller. It's, yeah. yeah, Enterprise is tiny compared. So, the, but wouldn't that, why is it so big? Because they're Romulans. That's what she they're said. Compensating. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, they got the Napoleon complex. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's Better a massive than vessel. I mean, if you had a mo haircut, wouldn't you want uh, <laughs> <laughs> makeup for they're somehow? Compensating. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. But it's it. I I've always liked like the Klingon bird of prey is an awesome ship, and the Romulan warbirds are just, they're just awesome looking. Like yeah. they're just mm-hmm. so badass. Yeah. Yeah, and they're so, green. Yeah, yeah. So and they're um, green. they got some ground effects on them, Jake. It's really nice. It's really nice. Yeah, but then as it uncloaks, <laughs> Ralph walks on the bridge. He's already been on the bridge for like five minutes, and nobody's noticed yeah, that he's nobody there. Yeah, nobody said anything. He just standing there. Yeah, and they uncloak. He's like, "What the hell is that?" Like, who let him on the bridge? Get off the bridge! They call security. They escort him off, and you know, two bouncers walk over. I'm slailing. Damn hands off of me. (laughs) Like, but that's all it took because once he did that, they were like, "All right, cool." (laughs) (laughs) Because they they started looking at the the ship. Because they were all checking out the ship, and then you know the Romulans come on screen, and then there there they are, Romulans. Commander Tayback, the Romulan vessel commander. Yeah, talks to them. Who is played by uh, the same actor who later plays Gold Ducat on DS9. Cool. Oh, nice. Who cool. was like a big bad guy on DS9. Oh, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Cardassian. So um, he explains that the reason why they're there, because Picard asked him, why are you on our side of the neutral zone? They said, well, we're here because we're investigating and our outposts have been destroyed as well. So mm-hmm. you didn't think of that, did you? Ah. You thought we did it. But ours are destroyed, too. So we thought you did it. Oh, but now we, we see that yours are gone, so somebody else must have done it. Right. I think it was more like, you know, we, we initially thought you did it, but then we came over here and saw how crappy you were. How and it's pitily. like, yeah, we yeah. Right. it couldn't have been the Federation. They're not yeah. that strong. Yeah. And they say, well, do you know who did it? And the Romulans act like, oh, well, we know, but we're not going to tell you. But Ralph calls mm. him out. Yeah, Ralph calls him out. Now, like, I will say this. After watching, after watching Troy for an entire season not know anything – Right. About anything. She's supposed to know how to like read people and like read their thoughts and stuff like that to some extent and right. and catch on to all emotions right. and right. Like that. So this would be a she, useful time for her to be around. She knows nothing. Well, she's not even there. But, but what I'm saying is she knows absolutely nothing every time oh, I sense a little bit of they're hiding something. Oh yeah. Nothing specific. Okay, but Ralph yeah, he's he's. There's something going on on this ship. I gotta find out. Then yeah. he sees the Romans on screen. Mm-hmm. They're lying. I know it. Yeah. Like, just make him the counsel right off the <laughs> right. bat. He knows everything. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was he must impre- be a poker player. I was impressed with Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I hated him, he yeah. did have a good point. Yeah, he had a good point. Like he knew right off the bat, they're they're hide something. I know it. Yeah. They don't know who did this. Yeah. And nobody's like, what the hell is he still doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Security, weren't you supposed to take him down? Yeah, yeah, but he resisted, and we've never had anybody do that before. <laughs> he told us no. He's not leaving. So yeah, no me- you said, Captain, no means no. <laughs> yeah. So um, Picard offers. That they can cooperate to find out, you know, what happened. Of course right. he does. That's the Picard. That's yeah. another, well, let's work together. Yes. <laughs> because I'm scared shitless. <laughs> <laughs> Your ship's bigger than So that. They, uh, the Romulans agree. But then they say, hey, we've been absent for far too long now. We've let the Federation grow. We've been negligent, you know, basically. But now we're back, son. Yeah. We just, and that's yeah. all that really was. Yeah. Well, this and whole, then they left. Yeah. This, this whole episode was basically just a... The Romulans are here, right? I think you know. And at the time, that was the big thing that we had, we were saying back in the day, was that they had to bring the Romulans back. Yeah, because originally the Ferengi were going to be the big bad guy. They were yeah. silly. Right. And the only way that we were going to get people to come back for second season of Star Trek: Next Generation was like, oh crap, I go, show something new. Got, yeah, we yeah. got to have you know some kind of thread out there. And so that was basically the writers, producers, or whatever saying, hey. 
the bad guys are back in jail. Yeah, but that's the way to do yeah. it, though, because right. that's the one thing that that's they're lacking. Because you always have Alien of the Day, right. but you don't have like a consistent bad guy, right. you know, right. I guess, adversary. And the Romulans came back, and that was basically all it was. He was just, yeah, we're here. You guys, we... Uh, we, we were distracted yeah. elsewhere for a while. They basically yeah. say, we got next. Yeah, and, that's, <laughs> right. and then they leave. <laughs> yeah. But the cool part about it is then... I guess then they talk to the old guys, and the old guy's mad that he doesn't have any money, and then the country guy's like, yeah, you know, whatever, I'll just write new songs, I'm cool with that. Play my old songs. Yeah, play my old songs, nobody will know, it'll be cool. And Claire finds her great-great-great-great-grandson. Which is just weird, nobody, she doesn't want to know you. You (laughs) (laughs) He looks exactly like her husband, which is a little creepy. Yeah, which is all, but either way. Yeah. But they never mention what scoops up these outposts. Yeah. That's why I felt like I know, but I mean, they never... yeah. It up. This this was much like the the signal from last week's episode that was going out into space. We don't know where it was going or who they were talking to. Yeah. This week's episode, it's you know it who, the, who did this. The, it sets up the mystery. Is it the Borg? Is it? I don't. It, it, it was the Borg. It's the Borg. It is. Oh no. Next. I don't remember. I don't. Don't. Let's not ruin it for is everybody. It, but is we. It the Borg. Oh, there's a Q episode coming up when second season when we meet the Borg. Okay. 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 Is it the Is it the Borg? Is it the Borg? I think it's the Borg. Get out. <laughs> I the Borg. Yeah, so we don't know what's going on, what happened, who it's going to be. It's not the Borg, anything. though. It's no. probably not the Borg. Uh, yeah, it's the Borg. Even, we don't even know what the Borg is. Uh, but uh, it's the Borg. Really but yeah, but, but, there, I mean, but as a viewer, you watch this and go, they're never going to talk about this. Right, well, yeah, after they said right. right. I'm, I'm, you know, when I watched this episode, I'm like, wow, this is going to be a great second season because they set up this alien invasion last week, and now the yeah. Romulans are back, yeah. and there's this mm-hmm. mysterious but thing. But see, we've already been let down so many times because they've done all these different things in these episodes. They've gone to, you know, Black Planet. They've gone to Angel One. They've well, yeah, gone we, to all these places, and they those, never uh, readdressed them. None of those set up a follow-up. But, yeah, but conspiracy set up. Oh, that well, has to be followed up. In Angel One, though, the Romulan, you know, the Warbirds or whatever, that would seem to be setting up something. Eh, that would guess happen. not. Yeah, but the Klingons are they dropped that storyline. That, that was just a more interesting episode that we didn't get to watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, and then, then that's basically it. And then yeah. they they give you like the old yes we have many more voyages to go we were picked up for yeah. season two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll see you guys in a couple months, yeah. and that was da, it. Da, 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 da. Yeah, and then it ends, and that's it. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, it was, it, it was, was, it was serviceable for a, for a finale. It wasn't what I expected. There should have been more bang. Well, they hadn't really got to the whole cliffhanger finale yeah. yet. That was going to be a couple of years before that starts. Yeah, because it was a serviceable episode. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. the episode before makes more sense to be a finale than yeah. this one. Yeah. Right. right, right. They set up the Romulan threat, which is nice. Maybe switch mm-hmm. the order. Yeah, and that that would have been nice. And then you get a little annoyed at the whole like. Just the, again, the social commentary about uh, blah 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 blah. Right, blah, blah, with Star Trek, so it yeah. has to preach a little. TV, they watch TV. How did we ever? Survive? I believe one point Riker says, "How did they ever survive the 21st century? These morons oh, watching yeah. TV." Uh-huh. Motherfucker, you talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> like I, w- I would think that you know, like like you said, the previous episode conspiracy would be better because it kind of sets up that oh, the Federation is now shaken yeah. because mm-hmm. there's been this high level infiltration. And right. So what's going to happen? Next season. But then they come back with the next episode, and it's just like, eh. you know, business as usual, pretty yeah, much. Right. Same five. I'm giving it a five. I'm giving it a 4.5. Oh! Yeah. I didn't really? really? Yeah, it just kind of annoyed me. Jenny Z? Wow. I actually kind of liked knowing that it's setting things up, so I'm, you know, crossing my fingers and hope that it pans out. <laughs> um, I'm giving it a six and a half. Six and a half? Well, five. Five! That's good for you, but five for you is like a ten for everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> On the Ben scale. That's right. I'll give it a seven. Seven. Because I like, I like, I like Sunny. I think Sunny. <laughs> Sunny the Yoko is what did it to me. Score. No. I think it's great though. How you know when we watch an episode, you'd be like, "Wow, that episode's great." And there's always like somebody, "No, nah, that one sucked." Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's all personal. I just preference. think it's it's run of the mill. Yeah. It's nothing special. And I think I downgrade it a little because, uh, like Tug said, it's not a good season finale episode. Right. 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 As an episode, that, that I was kind of grading it as an episode, not as a season finale, because I I just. Don't count it as a season finale. It's just, it was just the last episode of that season. Yeah. Yeah, the they didn't re- get to finale. Yeah, that's exactly reason, what it the is. The only reason why you would know it's a season finale is the end of it when they right. all go, well, you know, we have we will continue our mission. Yeah. Yep. On to the future. We yeah. must explore back. more. We can't In go back to two. There's more work to do. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So that's basically like, and on to season two. Set yeah. course for season two, Jordy. <laughs> Time to cash those checks. <laughs> <laughs> well, Engage. Yeah. So We've been syndicated. Yeah, totally. <laughs> 
So there you go, everybody. That's season one. Um, the next episode we do is going to be a wrap for right. the entire season. Yep, and we're then, all going to wrap. Yep. It'll be a hot. <laughs> and then we'll get into uh, season, season two. Season Very yes. exciting stuff. So uh, yep. stay tuned. It's Dork Trek, dorktrek.com, and we'll talk to you guys on uh, Wednesday. Thank you. <laughs>